folks, and welcome to another episode of Trey Bond. Yeah, that's Trey pretty good. Hey, I remembered, guys. Yeah. Hey. I'm Jake Spear, and join with me always are my two dirty devils, Double O Derby Dick. That's me. And our expert like in that. the field. I don't like You're stuck that. with you it. Well, you did it. You did it. Our MI6 expert in the field. Um, check his IMDb page for his full title. It's Brandon McClellan. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, I earned these titles. I he hasn't want them. Remembered them. What is my title? Oh, he's the dust off the cobwebs. Here we go. Where's the tome? <laughs> of heraldic, herald, heraldric. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, herald, give up. Pull out. It's uh, pull out. <laughs> That's not my title. Um. Brandon McClellan's family tree here. Um, his full title is actually the sound with the golden pun who also has a gun, a car, and a drink. That's it. And there's something else. MI6 no, expert in the field, Brandon McClellan. Reporting for duty. Brozzy? Oh, <laughs> a breathy Brozzy. No, that Brozzy would be. <sighs> Reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Why is he always around? Oh, there's people like pulling out their ear earpieces ear listening to that right now. Apologies to Stu only live tweets because that's pretty much his impersonation. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. And it's a banger. Does he do yes. those uh, recording yes, the yeah, yeah. things? Yeah. He, at the time of recording this, he just crossed 500 followers. Beautiful. And he did a great one, which was... Um, <laughs> we need to get him on the he's show. He's trying to microwave um, mashed ma- microwave mashed potatoes, and he's like, "Pierce, Pierce film before hmm, Pierce film. I don't see my film on this." <laughs> it's very good. I will, you, if you haven't seen it, you, you're not living. But Stop stealing his stuff. Yeah, well, that's I'm a good his joke. I'm that's sorry. a good shout out of the week. That yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out of the week. Very good. Oh, very we didn't good. even What's plan that. Well, folks, before we get into that, I want to I want to tell you. Well, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, what? turned upside down, and I'd like to take them. a minute to try to correspond that we hope your week has been. Trey Bond. Oh, oh fresh, fresh Prince. Well, well done. Well done. You asked for it, Brandon. So Did what? I? Did he ask for that? You said that you want me yep. every episode now this year yes. to, to uh, somehow work in Your Week Has Been Trey Bond yep. into various Songs. TV sitcom theme songs oh brilliant well can we that's a great idea <laughs> yeah can we well give done you a, me a thanks you or something so that it's like a oh well if we'd known the theme we could have you yeah. could <laughs> i'm not doing it again i've done it Do once it again. no i'm Do not it doing it again. again i wasn't paying attention this. okay hang on i'll give you that this is a copyright have i just got to go in yeah just go well, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. But I'd like to take a minute to try to correspond that we hope your week has been Trey Bond. Lost the rhythm. Yeah. It's, no, but it's syncopated towards the end. He's kind of triple loop. Yeah. But okay. it's, it'll do. It's fine. Thank you. It's, it's all right. But... <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not giving the people what they want this week. It's hot no, in this room. No, already. We're giving the people what they need. Brandon, what is our mission 
today? Well, I'd like to take a minute to <laughs> sit right there. I'll tell you what today's episode is. It's a top five Bondian moments. Not, hey. not, <laughs> not Quantum of Solace, how, the video game. How, not, no? No, no, that's right. right. Hey, remember when The Spy Who Loved Me came out and they said that For Your Eyes Only was going to be the next film, but it was actually Moonraker. We, we fucking did that. <laughs> gotcha. But, but we did record. It's one for, I mean, release the tapes. Com. Release the tapes. Uh, I mean, for hashtag release the tapes. Not .com. Don't go there. Um, but we did record a preconceived notions, and then we went and played we the did. game. We even recorded two hours of gameplay. Yeah. And then... The game broke. Yeah, the game broke. broke. I have my original limited edition gold case Xbox 360 Quantum of Solace Fabulous. It's gorgeous. And we got, what, two missions in? Yes. If dated. Uh, dated, but gorgeous. Dated, but gorgeous. Um, minimalist for the time. Yeah, we got to the end of the second mission. And, and it and shat itself. We tried. A common problem, apparently. We yeah. might still release the video. I'll see if I feel like yeah, editing we'll see. it. We'll see. Yeah. And I'll see if I feel like editing the podcast, but... It, we were man. disappointed. We were upset. And yeah. we, we'll try to get our hands on a copy of the game. So in the mood to continue. play that game. Because we're out of games now, actually. Well, we're out of games until I can get my hand on an Xbox Series X. Uh, so that we can play Ooh. the Xbox normal games. Yes. Xbox One Xbox games. Xbox No, Ooh. the first Xbox. Xbox Ooh. Oh, the first Xbox. Xbox. That's right. Sir Xbox, <laughs> I believe is its title now. <laughs> but yeah, today it's actually a top five Bondian moments, so Bonnie hey, gotcha. Top five Bondian moments. Five what, minutes. What the f- yeah, five and a half minutes. Here, well, really. more if you actually, because there's the, the 26 seconds of theme oh, before yeah. we started talking. So, yeah. no, still five. It's in the five minute mark. <laughs> What is a Bondian moment? Absolutely. Oh, good question, Jake. Will we find out by the end of this episode? Absolutely, I think we will for sure. I think Bondian moments are in the eye of the beholder. Oh. The bond holder. The oh. bond holder. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, what? Jake. What? Hey. Don't. Don't. <laughs> well done, mate. Well done, mate. Come on. Hey. That was... Here's one for you. Oh! Hey! Actually, no. What? No. Wait, wait. I've jumped the bloody gun. No, you oh, you got excited. Oh, yes, you have. What's that? What is that? I think that's the fan mail jingle. Oh, here it comes. Is Shut it? up, Jake. Oh. Oh, I do declare it's fan mail. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the fan mail jingle that, that Jake rudely interrupted. It's been a while. It hey, has, hey when, when was the last fan mail, Jake? One for the fact check. Oh, come on. I'm going to say the 17th of December. No, just give us an episode number. All right. 50. <laughs> <laughs> Good bet. Good, good bet. I reckon there was. All right. Here's one for you. No, it's not. Here's a fan mail for you. Yeah. Jumping ahead. Keep up the good work. From what, is Nathan, that what they call it? That's what they said. That's this the is from Nathan Turlick. Could be Turlich. But I think it's to lick. Mm-hmm. See? To lick or not to lick? That is the question. Oh, usually oh. if you have to ask the question, yeah. it's a no. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you in the dock. <laughs> hey, fellas. Sorry, Nathan. I'm not. <laughs> he knows who we are. <laughs> After 50 apps, he knows who he's we like, are. He's like, I'm going into the bear pit here. Has <laughs> he seen all 50? Is this... I think so. Oh, wow. I hope, well, actually, who knows? Oh, Maybe we've lost him. <laughs> Hey fellas, I recently completed watching all of the official Bond films hey. and was looking for a podcast review on the series when I came across Tress Bond. That's yes. us! Congratulations on your milestone. Yeah. Achievement unlocked. Not finding us uh, finishing the, the, the Bond, the Bond, Bond films. films. Yes, yes. Absolutely love it. 
very pleased to come across a podcast with three Aussies hey. my age that are also loving Bond. I'm not sure if he's American, but I, I think he's an Aussie. You think? All right. Well, right. it's nice. He, he said fellas at the start. Fellas, he's, yeah, yeah, he's an Aussie. Faux show. As they say in Australia. Uh, (laughs) I've really enjoyed the banter between you guys, along with an in-depth analysis of each film. We we try and have a foot in both camps. It's all about balance. Yeah. Uh, Great dynamic between Jake's shitness... Oh, sorry. Between Jake's chattiness... Chattiness. Brendan's theatrics. Look out. Uh Uh-oh. You've just made a very powerful enemy, (laughs) sir. (laughs) It's A before E. Oh, there's no E. <laughs> there's an E after the C. No, it's in McClelland. Oh yeah, <laughs> still works. No, I'll let I'll let you off. What's Brendan's theatrics. I don't know what he's talking about there. What's my trait? And Darby's analyt- uh, analytical consideration. Oh, 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 oh flattered. You got a nice one. We're yeah. chatty. Well, oh, you're and chatty. And a bit over the top. And a whole camp. A ham. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to balance them out. I'm up to episode twenty-six. Oh wow, halfway through. And had to pause halfway. Yep. What's he going to say next? Because we put because the pause button in. We at twenty six. Nah, no. no way. Yeah, oh, twenty six. Ooh. Are we still pause? in the? We're still in the films. No, we're in top fives at that point. Why? Tell us, Brandon. Why did he, he had to pause so he could purchase the Casino Royale novel? Oh, oh, it's the novel. It's the novel. Ah, great. Looking forward to reading the book and jumping back in. Oh, fantastic. Beautiful. Keep up the good work, you dirty devils. From Victoria with love, hey. oh. Nathan. Oh, thanks, Nathan. Well, thanks, Nathan. And just for you, uh, I'd keep your eye on the mailbox, mate, because there might be something coming your <laughs> way. Oh, coming no. Way. No, there's nothing. <laughs> but I want to say stuff like that so people are you like, can't they, just they, say some, stuff but they might think something's coming. <laughs> And, and I want to be there when their when little so hearts get broken. Address? Absolutely. I've got his email address. Well. Not hard to find stuff out once you know that. I was going to say to <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> let, let us know what you think of the novels, mate. And, oh. and, what, and how, they, yeah. How, yes. they, yeah, how they sit with you. Yep. Because it's a fun experience. And if there's a strange red-headed man out the front of your house, <laughs> ignore call him. the police. No, ignore him. He's call fine. He'll wander off. He's soon. harmless. <laughs> He's harmless. And soon you'll be armless. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hey boys, boys! Yeah, yeah. I'm full of beans today. You are. We'll it's just in, <laughs> wait for the down. Wait for the drop off. Where yeah, was your yeah. last coffee? Oh, good question. Ten thirty a.m. Okay, mm. no, this is natural. Yeah, this is a natural high wow. because we haven't done these podcasts for so long, it's and I'm well. fucking buzzing. <laughs> hey, hey, here's one for you. No, no, <laughs> no, no. calm down. You're, I'm not the theatrical one at all. Yeah. I'm playing it up. Oh, I'm playing it up because I'm fan mail. Have you got a story for yes. us? Yes. Previously on Death by Otto's Fixation. Ah, here it comes. Yeah. Otto Doss, aka Professor Lennington. Yeah, where are we? What's and the Scandexon. Right. Had taken Queen Elizabeth II by the grace of God of the United Kingdom of Australia and her other realms and territories, Queen, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith, and Patricia. Hostage in a refurbished Westland WS-51 Dragonfly. See, her full title, <clears throat> Brandon, is it really that hard to read out someone's full title? Absolutely not. That's why I do it all the time. My mind's just wandered. Mm. Uh, Nathan's up to episode 26. He's yes. not going to hear his fan mail shout-out for a long, long time. He might have caught up just... by now. 
Maybe. Let us know, Nathan, when yeah. you when you when you when you hear it. <laughs> or, <laughs> this this Relay is a time. scenario of um, what's that film? Ryan Gosling and uh, uh, Rachel McAdams. Notebooks. Sliding the, doors. The notebook. Sliding notebooks. Ah. The sliding notebooks. Yes. Where there's the letter in the in the in the mailbox. No, that's the, the lake house with Keanu Reeves. I'm thinking of the lake house with Keanu Reeves. The lake That's who I'm thinking of. Well, that's where we we that's Nathan what we've done. is. Sandra we're at the Bullock, lake house. and he doesn't know that we're dead yet. Oh, spoiled. <laughs> it's a horrible film. No one should like it. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, I'll never recover from that. This is like my Baldwin feud. Maybe that's what my feud <laughs> well, for the next fifty you. episodes is. I fuck the lake house. But it's a good movie, right? That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Why are you upset with it? Because upset- I, I just like to be upset at things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to pick a feud. Like, do you, do you like Marley and Me? I've never seen it actually. Oh, I, I just know it. that the dog dies. Yeah, gentlemen, gentlemen, spoiled. gentlemen. Sorry, sorry. The queen has been held hostage. <laughs> All right, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. So, yeah, yeah, dragonfly. She's on board a helicopter named a dragonfly. Aboard the aircraft, Doss revealed the, his his master plan, That's which right. was behind everything, the infiltrating Her Majesty's Secret Service, controlling Done. its commandant. Done. Kidnapping the British sovereign Done. and holding her life to ransom in exchange for the crown, which is now streaming on Netflix, not a sponsor. <laughs> Isn't this the plot of the Pink Panther? Ah. But why go. I, I said that as if I was about to say, but that's the plot of the Pink Panther. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just moving on. It'll come back later. <laughs> but why go to all that trouble, you ask? Well, dear listener, to control the many territories that still make up the British Empire at this point in time. That point in time, of course, being 1954. Mm. He also revealed that he has the one remaining vial of eternity serum, that is canon, and he intends on making all subjects of the British Empire into super soldiers. You're not going to do that out of one vial, mate. Yeah, maybe flesh it out. I thought there was a whole stockpile. I I think it got blown up. Yeah, there's only one vial now, apparently. I think so. That's all there is. According to the last story? All right. And that's canon. (laughs) After questioning (laughs) Patricia about the whereabouts of the nondescript item... Canon. He plunged plunged a syringe full of paralytic toxin into Her Royal Highness's neck. Bond's bloody hand then grips the wreckage of his precariously dangling Ford Motor Vehicle... And made a quip about the comparative indestructibility of a Rolls Royce. That's right. Did he? Yeah. Current. Yeah. yeah. He said, "Never under Rolls." Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Roger. Currently, and Stravian, this is a long one. Oh boy, what's he done? Currently, right after that moment in Chapter Eleven, Deus Ex Machina. Oh no! no. Oh no! Bond. Bloodied, bruised, and bloody knackered, there's B for you, stood by the side of his wrecked vehicle as Doss's dragonfly zoomed overhead, heading towards the red cargo ship on the horizon. Ah, uh, the Red Slug 2. Mm. That's correct. Bond caught sight of Patricia banging on the glass of the rear cabin window. <laughs> she seemed to see him. She seemed to be calling for him. Screaming desperately... For some kind of hero. For rescue. Bond stared hopelessly as the aircraft flew further and further away. He spotted her in the He's aircraft. seen her banging on the, on on the, the thing oh, as right. it flies off over him. Tell you what would come in handy right now. What's that? That would come in handy. Doesn't have wings, Jake. But there was nothing to be done. 
Bond stared. No, no radio, no weapon, no hope. Mm. Bond knew instantly he had failed and he started to give in to the exhaustion of woe. Uh-oh. He fell to his knees and hung his head in defeat. <laughs> yeah, fucking no one. <laughs> Depressed Bond. <laughs> he stared at the loose gravel, noodling, noodling, noticing the opalescent reflection of the tar, a result of exposure uh, to the heat of an Australian summer. Opalescent threw you off. It did. With, the, yeah, with yeah. yeah. His sweat dropped from his brow and mixed with the dirt. Ah, oh, so good. Love your images, Brando. Damn fool, he muttered to himself. He knelt there for second. He he knelt there for a second. Not so much feeling sorry for himself as much as it was a lack of feeling at all. Oh. He was drained empty. Mm. This happens a lot in the books. Yeah, yes, but yes. depressed Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and really yeah. buggered. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot. Good luck. He was drained empty. His hearing muted as he slipped away from reality. Depersonalization Bond. Oh. That was until he noticed the dust around him start to kick up and the roar of helicopter rotors jump-started him back to life. steve He raised his hand and saw the dragonfly's nose hovering only five oh. metres from the edge of the cliff face and the Scandexan laughing maniacally from the cockpit. Missed steve opportunity. Yeah, he's yeah. dead. That's fucking canon. But this is called Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, God yeah. of the, the Machine. Ghost, that's him. Nah, he's no god, mate. <laughs> Inside the cockpit, the Norseman flicked the top of the cyclic, revealing a small red button. Oh dear. He pressed it once, and two machine guns Ooh. lowered from the base of the aircraft. Rat-tat-tat. You want action? I'm finally giving it to yeah, you. Yeah, nice, nice. He was ready to press the red button again to fire when he felt the sharp steel of Patricia's pocket knife slice open his throat. A splash of brilliant red stained the cockpit window. Holy moly. What? The helicopter dived forwards towards Bond and the cliff and then jerked suddenly back. It rollicked side to side ferociously. Bond couldn't see what was happening inside, only that the aircraft was now in jeopardy. And within reach. (laughs) Without a second thought, Bond sprinted to the edge of the cliff and leapt for the thin metal rails at the base of the cabin door. He's Tom cruising it. He he managed to grasp it with both arms, but smashed his face into it as well. His mouth filled with blood as he clung for dear life. Oh no, the bad mole. See, the thing is, this suggests that it was all theatrics about being out of energy, right? Like well, this he's is got a second thing. win. No, he's, well, yeah, he's always got a second win. Yeah, he's he? always got a second win. Yeah, oh, he's got 50 wins. <laughs> <laughs> he managed his mouth filled with blood, blood light, as he clung for dear life. <laughs> not he a managed, <laughs> Not a sponsor, could be. He managed to wrestle his way to opening the sliding door. The screen, the, the screen, the, the queen, I, there's <laughs> oh, no light God. in this fucking room. The queen was strapped to her seat by a belt around the waist. And she's unconscious. Not lifeless. Oh. But holding on for dear life. A small trail of blood dripped down her neck. Doss was being tossed from side to side on the floor. Doss toss. The syringe he held earlier pierced through his right hand. What? No. Miraculously, the chopper found its bearing and ceased swinging wildly. The Scandexan's body dropped through the curtains, separating the two cabins, and laid stone dead on the carpeted floor. Oh, I take oh. he's dead. 
Bond locked eyes with Doss and scrambled inside. Doss withdrew the syringe from his hand and brandished it like an ice pick, Whoa. stabbing Ooh. at the air as he charged towards Bond. Whoa. Think um, Dominic Green going... Thankfully, he missed his target and snapped the needle when it struck the side of the cabin. Bond gripped the throat of the Austrian and drove him to the rear of the interior. As he pinned him to the wall, he kicked fiercely into the left kneecap of the war criminal, who yelped in agony as his synovial joint snapped. Ooh. It took three punches to the face before he passed out. Whoa. James tied him down with two seatbelts and then broke both of Doss's index oh, fingers. This has been a long time coming wow. for Doss. Oh, I'll yeah. take watch of this scoundrel. Who the hell was that? You weren't brave enough to do it. He's bloody done it. Said Lizzie. You land this damned thing. <laughs> I love how she pronounces the end. <laughs> she does here. <laughs> Mum. Oh, yes. When he was sure that this villain had been secured... Bond darted to the front cabin. <laughs> Patricia was struggling to keep the helicopter steady. She's Bond... driving? Yeah, she's flying. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Bond took control of the cyclic and gently moved it forward towards the motorway. Gently. Gently, Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guided Bond. Here's your fan service. With his instruction, Patricia piloted the would-be death trap to land in the middle of the road. She let out an exasperated sigh. <sighs> Scrambled from the crock the crock pit. <laughs> she became the narrator for a moment. <laughs> yes, yeah. a little bit. And rushed back to assist her sovereign. Bond knelt down, examined the scandexon, and confirmed him dead. Then he dragged dead. Doss out onto the boiling asphalt. <clears throat> Whoa. As his skin, as Doss's skin began to singe on the tar, his consciousness rushed back to him. Oh yeah, that Australian blacktop. Oh yeah, she'll get you. He tried to lift himself from the road, but Bond was kneeling on his back, though his mangled hands would not have been much help in this situation. Mercy, Mister Bond, oh. I beg of you. Wow! Yelped the Australian. Mercy. We think not, Doss. Did you mean Austrian? Austrian, not Australian. I said Aust- I said Australian, but I meant Austrian. <laughs> Mazzy! Through me. We think not, Doss. <laughs> this is the end for you, villain. She holding a machine gun? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Wait for it. Calmly spoke the Queen as she removed herself from the helicopter. Amazing. Mr. Bond, we shall offer him no quarter. <laughs> Miss Harding, can you walk? Yes, ma'am. Panted our nurse. Make for the nearest constabulary. Telegram. <laughs> constabulary. Telegram for universal exports. Inform the Admiral. Operation Royal Mail she is, knows a, all about it. is a success. <gasps> Saltwater substitute stings a little. She's what? turned a bit into Maggie Thatcher. <laughs> By way of Dame Edna. Wait, she's, a, she's an agent? Instructed the Queen. Oh, hang on. Right away, Your Majesty. <laughs> Patricia made her way down the road on foot. You British and your doom of a dumping spieler. Oh, Hissed Doss. The saline swap was a simple confidence trick. Unfortunately, the syringe was very real. You may be an excellent marksman, Doss, but you'd make a horrible surgeon. 
You think you can trust that Admiral Yoduma Schlamper? Oh, careful. Oh. Oh. Talking to the Queen here. <laughs> oh, a British Admiral who served dutifully in both world wars with a devotion to his country matched only by Churchill? <laughs> only a fool would think a man like him could be damned. <laughs> Not even for a queen's ransom. Oh, Mr. Bond. Bond. <laughs> Mr. Bond. It's Trombo. It's me. <laughs> Mr. Bond. The man seems fixated on some form of nondescript item. Yeah. Have you any idea what that could be? Cooed the queen. Yes, ma'am. It's a gadget from Q Branch. Lies at the bottom of the ocean now. Wrecked replied the secret agent. Roger Moore. Mm. I'll afford you that honour then. With that, Bond dragged the spindly broken Doss and tossed him into the wreckage of his motor vehicle. How long can you hold your breath, Otto? Quipped Bond as he kicked the wreckage to the sea floor below. Whoa. And that's it. Oh! <laughs> well, that was an achievement in a world of Trey Bond fan fiction. Peak! Fan fiction. Peak. Uh, fan fiction. Thank fan you. Fiction. <laughs> My uh, goodness me. Right. Now, now Otto Doss. Oh, yes. Otto, Otto, Otto Doss has yes. now been placed into a car. And kicked and into kicked the ocean. Off. So this could turn into death by Otto's fixation. Oh. It? <laughs> it could, couldn't it? No. It could. It could, couldn't it? No. Well, you're up next, Darby. <laughs> but, yeah, three words. <coughs> three word review. Um... Mm-hmm. It's not three words, but I want to say something. Mine was four last week, so I, I want to say something like, "Ain't no eggs and coffee." Yep, yep, yep. Uh, he's come a long way. <laughs> That's my queen. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, Jake, hit us up. All right, here we go. What do we got? We got a bit of fact check. Oh, we got a bit of fact check. Um, pretty light on fact checks. So I thought I'd pat it out with a bit of uh, Rain Man. No. Oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go all the way back to last episode, folks, where we were talking about... Um, Dr. No. Dr. No, the novel. That's right. This is an interesting experience, I must say, because usually we're only a week separated. It's been a while. Yeah. And so these always feel a bit like, yeah, 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 everyone remembers that. Yeah. But now actually having a proper amount of time between them. Yes. You forget. I mean, I forget most things. <laughs> Did I like Dr. No? Oh, yeah. What was I like on Dr. No? Oh, I did. I'm not going to recap the entire episode. <laughs> Go listen to it. Nah. Maybe we should make this fact check and recap. Yeah. Oh, fact check no, and recap. No, no, I'm not doing that. Right. But I'll tell you this. Darby said that he thought Ford Custom Lines... The car that features in oh, we're Death Spies Otto's Fixation. Yeah. We're Australian. Nah, or we're made in Australia. Nah. Nah. I well, don't, I don't stand by You it. don't stand by it. Des- I'm going to say designed in America by the Ford Motor Company. And then construct. I reckon they were made in Australia because my pop. I guess cheaper than shipping them here. Well, my pop used to work at the Ford Company in Sydney. Yeah. And he oh, built his own it. Cortina. Yeah, I'm going to stand by it. I stand by it. He had a funky gold Cortina. Did he? No, that's a song lyric. Oh. He did have a Cortina. He would have suited a purple. gold one. Yeah. Oh, purple? It was purple. Nice. A pimp mobile. White roof. Beautiful. Sorry, Jake. Let me on. tell you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Can I get in here? Um, according to Eddie Ford, no relation to Henry, uh, in issue 198 of Restored Cars, 
January, February 2010. He's going to be a little bit biased, though. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. The custom line was also produced by Ford Australia. Okay. From 1952 to 1959. Well, I guess they would have, yeah, done the the, the right-hand drive uh, construction here. That's what we are, isn't it? Yeah, right. We are. (laughs) Cars were assembled using Australian-built bodies... And imported chassis kits, mm. which included all front sheet metal. So, um, as per my st- as per my story, there would have been a twisted heap of American metal along with some Australian metal. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's why we were. That's, that's right. That's, yeah. right, that's right. Okay. Um, is it an octopus or a squid that Bond fights in Doctor No? Squid. Darby said squid. Brandon said octopus, and I agreed with Brandon. And you shouldn't have. Is that right? I shouldn't have. Yeah. It was a giant squid. Big squid boy. That is 50 feet long. Big giant one. Big boy. That's 15 and a bit metres. Mm. Wow. Yeah. She's a big one. They're real. They're real. Well, apparently. Yeah. I've at least seen, the Kraken. I've seen photos. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Don't trust the internet. All right. Brandon said, there is still no antidote today for the poison that Bond is infected with at the end of From Russia With Love. I stand by that. Wow. It's a big call, Brandon. I stand by it. The drug that we're speaking of here is, of course, fugu poison. Fugu poison. Fugu, the pufferfish poison. It comes from the sex organs of the Japanese globefish. According According to Sir James Maloney, famous neurologist in Ian Fleming's novel, Dr. No. The scientific name in the novel mentioned is tetrodotoxin. Mm-hmm. This can be found in certain species of pufferfish, porcupine fish, ocean sunfish, as well as blue-ringed octopus. You could have spines. Oh no, that goes to spine theory. Yep. No. Rough-skinned newts. Oh, and, really? And moon snails. Ooh, I eat those. Oh dear, you really shouldn't. <laughs> Although <laughs> I eat normal snails under the moon. Under the moon. No, not, no, not the same thing. Different, yeah, different yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, different yeah. thing. Different thing. Um, although it isn't actually created by the animal, but rather by bacteria found inside the creature. Oh. So it's a parasite. Well, no. It's made. It's it's a chemical. Made by bacteria. Chemical made but by... But stored so in the secre- of fish. It's a secretion, yes. but not the animal secretion. The secretion of the... Of the balls. Of the, it's it's, of the, ball it's the chemical found or created by the bacteria and the bacteria you can find in the... So would this be one of the only secretions that is secreted? Oh dear That's what God. I'm trying to get to mm. here. Trying to figure that out. Uh, is I'm that say, a secret? <laughs> I'm going to say no. Um... Tetrodotoxin prevents the nervous system from... I thought we were done. No, 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 no. We're still going, we're still going. We've got to get to the bottom of this. See, but I kind of stopped it at a good point. No, you interrupted with nonsense. So we've got science coming in here that's going to elaborate on the point. Okay. So it prevents uh, uh, the nervous system from sending messages throughout the body, which is kind of important. It's mechanism of action... Like a call blocker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's mechanism of action selectively blocking the sodium channel cool. was def- was definitively found I don't get the sodium channel I've got the basic package right? oh. got him <laughs> <laughs> oh. suffice to say this was distinctively uh, pointed out by scientists in 1964 why what what made it distinctive 
well, I guess it was properly managed and experimented on, so they knew exactly what tetrodotoxin was doing. Uh, so, at the time of writing, Ian Fleming had no idea. But is there a cure to it? Yet? Getting to that point. Symptoms, tip, I've gone Rain Man. I've gone Rain Man. That was the actual point. That was yeah. the question. The point is, is there an antidote? Now, I'm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> you say you have if you're returning from this ad break just to symptoms typically develop within 30 minutes of ingestion but may be delayed up by up to 4 hours your symptoms will be with you shortly <laughs> however if the dose is fatal symptoms are usually present within about 17 oh, minutes gee. oh shit have you had some I might have so what, James what, Bond what? drops essentially dead in five seconds. Uh-huh. So, so he'd happened. be dead. Yeah, but he wasn't. Well, but, but even wasn't. if the dose is fatal, it still takes about 17 minutes for symptoms to show. Maybe he passed. Maybe he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's just gone into shock. Maybe. He's Maybe. exhausted by the end. So is there an antidote? We'll get to that. Oh. Right. Paresthesia of the lips and tongue is followed by developing paresthesia in the extremities. Hyper hypersalivation, sweating, Tick. headache, weakness, lethargy, Tick. incoordination, Tick. tremor, paralysis, cyanosis, aphonia, <laughs> dysphagia, and seizures. The gastrointestinal symptoms are often severe and include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. Tick, tick, abdominal tick, tick. pain. Abdominal pain. Oh, the abdominable the snowman pain. <laughs> Death is usually secondary to, get this, who would have thought it? Respiratory failure. Oh, shit. Death is the, secondary to secondary nothing. To, <laughs> secondary to nothing. Uh, there is increased uh, respiratory distress. Speech is affected. I think we've all been... We've all, we've all had a bit of... Tetrodotoxin oh, today. And the victim usually exhibits dys- dyspnea, mydrasis, and yeah. hypertension. Have another go. <laughs> paralysis. Not a doctor. Paralysis, paralysis what is increases. This? this is a medical label. These are the symptoms. People want to know if they're getting some fugu poisoning. Paralysis <laughs> increases and convulsions, mental impairment, feeling a bit that now, and yep. cardiac, <laughs> cardiac arrhythmia may also occur. The victim, although completely paralysed, may be conscious and in some cases completely lucid until shortly before death, which oh, yeah. generally occurs within four to six hours. That happens in uh, Lost Season 2. Does it? Does it? Well, I don't know. Let's not go there. If the patient <laughs> survives 24 hours, recovery without any residual effect will usually occur over a few days. Wait, oh. if they what? If Wait. you don't have any... See, Dub, you're not listening. No, I'm not. You should be taking notes. There'll be an exam after this episode. If the patient survives 24 hours, yes. recovery with, without any residual effect will usually occur over a few days. James Bond did it. Yep. So if you live 24 hours after a bit of fugu poisoning, chances you'll right. are you'll come all right in a couple of days. Wow. Give it a couple of days. Fact checked. But is there... Is there an antidote? An antidote. Yeah. There is no antidote Duh. that has been developed and, impro- and approved for human use. You were but right, But I was right. a primary report uh, from research with preliminary results indicates that a monoclonal antibody specific to tetrodotoxin... So they're working on it. Yeah. ...is in development by the US military that was effective in one study for reducing toxin lethality... In mice. Oh, well. So they're uh, weaker than humans. So that's they, a good uh, sign. That's a good start. Good start. Moving on. 
Te- always test it on the mice first. Test yeah, it on the mice. If we've learned anything... Lipstick, cereal, whatever. Tetradetoxin, test it on the mice. Let the mice have it. Brandon said a key factor in Doctor No being the first film was that it would be one of the cheaper ones to make. Oh, yeah. I stand by it. It's a tough one to... Mm. Jake wouldn't have done the research here. Yeah. Yeah, Jake wouldn't have done it. Thanks to James Bond memes blog post for this one. According to David Picker, head of production at United Artists at the time, mentions in his memoir... What are you doing to us? It's been such a fun episode. This is hard-hitting facts... Uh, mentions in his memoir "Musts, Maybes, and Nevers," the issues that's surrounding his memoir. That's, name. His, that's his musts, memoir. Musts, musts maybes, maybes, and nevers. Never use the plural of must. It's too hard to say. <laughs> the issues surrounding what should be the first Bond film was simply about money. What? <laughs> See, no one's paying. I was having a side conversation. We were oh, having an aside. This is important facts. He was he's saying he's nervous. He he's said not that, sure if he's right. Well, see. You're about to find out if you pay attention. He said the issues surrounding what would be the first Bond film was simply about money. Not really true. There's a lot of legal <clears> things going on around one particular title that could have been the first one. But anyway, that's a what whole other story. Thunderball. Because Casino Royale. United Artists had set a budget of $1.1 million and David Picker felt that Thunderball would be too expensive to film. Mm, got him. Dr. No, on the other hand, seemed more achievable based on the parameters United Artists had set. Got him. Picker implies that the suggestion of Dr. No was his, and that he persuaded Broccoli and Saltzman to consider the change. Okay. Well, well, he can pick him. So you were right. right. He was right. United Artists said, Two for two. We can make one for cheaper. Dr. No looks pretty good. Let's do that one. Jake said... Uh, not quite. You're no. Jake. Jake said, I'm Jake. I said, that, I said that uh the centipede scene is in chapter four. Oh, okay. this is one okay. of these ones where he has to go, Oh look how good I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not chapter four. Oh! <laughs> Back he, he baited motherfucker. You. He baited you. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Chapter he, four. So he actually stabbed you before he then killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, pull, oh, it, pull that out with the him. other knives he's put in there, would you? Oh, whoa, whoa. Anyway, leave them anyway. there. <laughs> Chapter four is titled "Reception Committee," where Bond arrives in Jamaica and meets Quarrel, and they go to Pussfellas. Excuse me. The centipede scene <laughs> is in Chapter six. The Finger on the whoa. trigger. Easy. Mate, you're throwing some words around. <laughs> Bit of fugu in there. <laughs> Darby said centipedes are very, very dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. And Don't je- trust a centipede. Yeah. And I added, down here, meaning in Australia, they're even worse. Oh no, here we go. Here we go. The North American centipede <laughs> is known by its Latin name, Bactacleris mucteromlus. Wow, that's not far off. That's not far off, yeah. Centipedes, from oh. the new Latin prefix oh. centis, oh. meaning hundred, <laughs> and the Latin word pres, or pedis, meaning foot. Despite the name, centipedes can have a varying number of legs, ranging from 30 to 354. Uh, if you ask me, yeah. you're not a real centipede unless you've got bang on 100. 100. They can't. 50 each side. They can't. They can't have 100. 50 each side. 50 That's each how side. Because, because wrong, they children. have odd number of pairs of legs, so they can never have 100. What? 
We'll fix it. <laughs> like spiders and scorpions. Like spiders and scorpions, centipedes are predominantly carnivorous. Well, does a, mil- a millipede does have a million, though. We do know that. Uh, yes, that is fact. And yeah. canon. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a centipede. Yeah. Their size can range from a few millimetres to about 30 centimetres, or about 12 inches. Fuck, that's long. Size doesn't matter, it's what you do with it. It's what you do with it. Worldwide, an estimated 8,000 species of centipedes are thought to exist. Oh, gross. Of which 3,000 have been described. Yeah, yeah. Described? Yes. So there's still another... Well, uh, it's potential... just waiting for some guy to go, eh, it's kind of blue. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, spotty. yeah, yeah, yeah. 301. Centipedes <laughs> have a wide geographical range, even reaching beyond the Arctic Circle, would you believe? They are found in an array of terrestrial habits from tropical rainforests to deserts and the beds of secret agents, apparently. Mm. Some species of centipedes... Did you put that in? Yes, I did. You did. Some species of centipedes can be hazardous to humans because of their bite. They can be hazardous to humans because of their bite. While a bite to an adult human is usually very painful and may cause severe swelling, and chills, fever it, and weakness... They'll kill you. It is unlikely to be fatal. Uh, Bites um, can be dangerous to small children and those with allergies to bee stings. I was a small child, if anyone remembers my centipede story. Your story, story, that's right. It was dangerous to you. The venomous bite of larger centipedes can induce anaphylactic shock in such people. Smaller centipedes are generally incapable of piercing the human skin. As for Australian centipedes, our largest one, aptly named the giant centipede, Ethmostigmus rubrius, Ethel Merman, not to be confused with the the giant centipede of Peru, which is the world's largest centipede. I wasn't going to. Our our giant centipede. I haven't seen that one's films. (laughs) Our giant centipede grows up to about 16 centimetres. Fucking kill it. (laughs) It may bite if disturbed or handled, like Brandon. Do they have feelings? Perhaps. Dreams? Perhaps. Mm. The bite the, the bite may cause severe pain that could persist for several days. However, there have been no deaths recorded from the bite recorded. of any Australian centipede, See? according to the Australian Museum. The but what would they know? Because what they hide they the bodies. They hide are they the, the Australian Museum or are they the Australian Museum of Centipedes? No. Because that's the only organisation I'd trust. Stop defunding the museums <laughs> for centipedes. <laughs> I don't usually get political, but that's where I draw the fucking line. He ran on that campaign in Parramatta Council last year. I don't know why he didn't get in. I don't know why we don't have more centipedal museums. (laughs) Oh no, write your fucking congressman. (laughs) Brandon made reference to the hacks imagery. What? Regarding the image of Christ oh, yes. on the cross. Yeah, what do they call he it? He said it's like an internet oh, meme yeah, word yeah. for it or yeah. something. Like how there's an Occam's razor or... or You know, the first per What's the, the law? The first uh, person to mention... Cat. Yeah, Schrodinger's cat. Like, um, uh, the first person to mention Nazis loses an argument. And that's called the something principle. This is for fact check next week. <laughs> but whenever you get oh, around you're like, to it. You're talking about, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's oh like Occam's God. razor. Yeah, Occam's razor, but in relation to, sorry, what are we... Uh, we're trying to get to the bottom of hacks imagery, yeah. which refers oh, to Christ on the cross. Using the Christ thing, like yeah. Superman 
falling back. We're not to sure Earth, that like, it is hack imagery. It's called something, something like that. Well, that's all I had to go on. I couldn't fucking find a thing, <laughs> could I? So who, who knows? <laughs> so, beats me. If anyone knows what the hell Brad is talking about, write us a fan mail. Please. Maybe we've created something. Maybe, maybe we've opened a wormhole Hacks in the imagery? internet. Yeah. Only hacks use it. It's yeah. like, oh, my main character looks like Jesus. And they use it in Skyfall. Mm. Brandon said Fleming doesn't strike him as a religious man. Uh-oh. Yeah. Darby said he does believe Fleming has an interest in it, though. Uh, again, with thanks from uh, James Bond memes blog spot, Fleming's... I don't know if I trust this one. Fleming's church attendance... <laughs> is not recorded in the various biographies or his correspondence to his wife, Anne, suggesting that religion did not play a significant in wife, his life. Wife Anne who? His wife, Anne. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Got him. Oh, okay. Well Made done. Made double back. Well uh, done, well uh, done. Jake. Yeah? Well done, mate. Well done, oh, mate. come on. <laughs> <laughs> Fleming admitted in a letter to a... <laughs> Fleming admitted in a letter to a Reverend Leslie Paxton, Paxton, I beg your pardon, that he was some kind of subspecies of a Christian. Uh, could not find anything, really. Uh, not even if he was baptised. Couldn't even get to the bottom of uh, his baptism. Christian subspecies is where we're going to leave him. We're going to leave it at uh, sure. Christian subspecies. But, look, if, As we all if I was a betting man, um, being raised in a wealthy London home of Scottish descent... I'd wager he'd probably been... No, Fleming. You said being a betting man. If I was a betting man. Raised in a Scottish home. If I was a betting man, knowing that Fleming was raised in... Words matter. See? Oh, do they, Brett? (laughs) Do they? (laughs) I would say Fleming was probably raised Anglican or Church of England. Some of you may know them as uh, Episcopalian. Church of England in Scotland. What are you smoking? No, I'm saying because he's a Londoner. <laughs> oh, Londoner. Of Scottish right. descent. You're Scot- right. He's Scottish. Or perhaps he'd be Presbyterian. I reckon it's one of the two. No, he says he's a Christian. He Sub- is a Christian. Their denominations are, well, they are a subspecies of Christianity, <laughs> aren't they? That's not what he meant. Well, that's what I meant. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Um, that's fact check. Hey! We did it. I thought I skipped one. No, I didn't. Yeah. That's fact check, that folks. Was, that was 20 minutes. Aren't you minutes. glad we're back? That was 20 minutes. That's a long time. Long Oof. time. Hey, it's time for my favourite segment. Yeah, oh, is yeah. it? It's a, it's a creep and teeth notions. Creep and teeth. <laughs> so, uh, how about yours? It? So how do we do this with top fives again? Uh, well, we think uh, what, what, what we what, think the what, others think. This is too big a question. Well, this let's is start. Huge. Yeah. Oh, the, the episode the is top starting. five Bondian moments. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? To yeah, you? yeah. Well, Jake, I have the floor. Jake, yeah, yeah. briefly. I'll Gee, keep just it brief. have it. You don't want to talk. No, no. No, I'll be brief. I'll be brief. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, Bondian moment for me. What I I went through phases, but I started off with what gets me amped. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> What are the things I was, I was gonna try and <laughs> sugar? I was gonna try and be like, if I don't remember it, it's not a bond moment. That doesn't that doesn't play for me. Right? You don't if remember much. Not, if it's not gonna come straight to my mind uh-huh. presently, then it's not worth remembering. So what is it? What you're telling us yeah. is your top five Bondian moments. I haven't done it because I can't remember anything. Is was like the first ones that came to your head. 
that's kind of what you went with? Uh, well, I began that way. Oh, you began. I began that way. Right. And then it sort of moved into... You thought I was trying to trap him there. That was just an honest question. Well, yeah. yeah, see, I'm always <laughs> suspicious now. Um, always check under the bed. Darby might be there. Um, More often than I, I am. <laughs> Is that you? That's... The centipede of podcast <laughs> Then it sort of moved from, well, what do I remember into, well, what, what do I actually kind of want from the the Bond universe, the Bond franchise. It's like, what do I think is actually important? That's a big and that these, question, isn't these, it? It got really yeah. existential and philosophical, mm. um, as these podcasts often do. Um, but it was more about like, well, I need something that almost represents a kind of pillar of the Bond films as a, as a Bondian moment. And why do I like that moment for what it represents and what it stands for? As opposed to just plain and simple, oh, I thought that was a cute moment or it made me laugh or, you know, there were explosions. Yeah, mm. I'm with you. It's hard. There's there's definitely different yardsticks in this one. Yeah. It's it's hard to land. I feel like I started thinking my, about my list about a week ago yeah. when we, and I've had time to sit with it. Maybe it's two weeks ago when we first came up with this I feel episode. like I've been thinking about this for a month. Yeah, maybe mm. it's been a little while. I, I've, I've definitely had like three of mine pinned down. But then what I started to realise in my own similar existential unravelling yes. was that um, for me it more became about just rounding off what I like and, and doing yeah, cool. that over the five over the top five spots, if that makes sense. I don't oh, think okay. I could... Tastemakers of Derby? Or... Yeah, that's kind of how I've kind of... I've, I've kind of, kind of, kind of. Yeah. Um, no, really, but I think definitely there was a, 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 a part of that kind of what stands out to me, what do I remember, what are the, the Bond moments that capture my attention because they're the ones that you can't place a yardstick to they're yeah. the special ones you know and you have to try and remember those experiences and, and place them in their own little context and a few of my list are on my list not because I think they're great achievements in the Bond universe but because of what they made me feel initially mm, so totally. yeah so it was about the kind of first striking mm-hmm. of the moment and then the resonance how long it stayed with me and what it's come to represent that's probably mm. the best way I could mm. I feel like this in. top five is really speaking to more than any of them, I think, the core of what we think Bond is about, in a way. I, I, like, I feel like it's want, a real fundamental like. kind of that's, top five. Yeah, that's, that's how yeah. I approach it. I'm like, these are moments where I'm like, James Bond is at his best, and he's. I don't get this from anything else. Mm-hmm. And some of my dishonorables were very much like, never want to see this again yes. in a Bond film. Yes. Never make Bond do or say these things. Mm. Yeah. So, what was the process like for you, Brandon? Um, I think a lot of them actually ended up being... They're moments, but they're also very much tied to the line sure. that mm. Bond says in the moment. Mm. I did notice that there was quite a few where I was like, that's another quote. Not all of them, but very much I'm thinking of the, the line... And then that opens up the scene for me, and I'm like, oh yeah, and that's right, and then he does that, and that's fucking mad. Sure, yeah, well, that was a big part of it for me. What is a moment? Yes, yes. defining yeah. a moment. Defining yes. a moment was a tough thing. Yeah, because yeah. there's like, you know, there, there are iconic moments in which nothing is said. Mm. Yes. And that could it's a be. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But then there are other moments where I'm like, without the line, mm. that's not. 
respond. Well, yeah, I mean, one of the things I said before we walked into this room was I think our lists are all going to be very different just because I think yeah. the way we've each measured them, but they're all going to be right. You know what I mean? This is the beauty of yes, the, it's, yeah. it's what is Bond to you. I think we're all agreed on that. It's kind of 100%. What you like. And yeah. I think one other thing for me that kind of goes with every single top five is that it's always going to change. Yes. I well, spend so yeah. much time, like as, as, as attached as I am to these top five right now, you ask me again in a year's time or, or even probably next week, mm. they're completely different. There's I, so I'm many worried. of them. Well, I, I think that I'm going to find more of my top fives in stuff that I've forgotten that you guys have remembered. Yeah. I, I, wonder wonder that I know that's going to happen for me for sure. Because I like my list, but I also know I could swap things out. I'm, yes. I'm with you on that. It's, it depends on, on the mood I'm in. I'm in. It depends on like <laughs> yes. any of my top fives could be number one, but I have arrived at an order mm. that I think I can stick to. But you know, it's... well, what then do you think is the Bondian moment in Jake's list mm-hmm. that you, if you had to pick, if, I had to if pick you one. had to write one for him and you had to start it off top of the list, here it is. Then you fill out the rest. Which do you think is definitely on his list? When I think Jake. And Bond, I think Damn Jump. Yep, yep, I'm with you. I think I if think he's got a chance to put yeah. da- talk about the Damn Jump again, he'll take it. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Damn Jump gives him a lot of... It's it's one of those Kickstarter moments. Yep. La- the, the, the face that launched a thousand ships. His love for Bond was born there. Yep. Um, yeah, I think... If it's not number one, it's very near the top of the list. What about what about you? Do you think he's got any? I think it's damn jump. I, I think... think damn jump is there for sure. You know what else crossed my mind? Yeah. When thinking of Jake was the uh, the clay pigeon shooting in Thunderball. Oh yep 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 when, yep uh, yep yep yep. Bah, 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 bah. Look, must be very difficult. Or... Oh wait, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. I think he loved that. That <laughs> yeah, was the biggest yeah. single laugh. From him, so I think that's, that's on true. his list. That's yeah. a Bondian. Mm. That's DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about Darbs, Jake? Uh-oh. It's, uh oh. It's he's an elusive creature, the Darby. He is. And what I, do you think about Darby? And I wonder. <laughs> and I just wonder how, again, how much the world of cinema influences his moments here. Of like, I think. He's a very sensorial creature, the Derby, mm. and I think it's going to be really driven by feeling, and he's alluded to that already. It's like, what was I feeling in that moment? What was I connected to in that moment? Mm. I don't necessarily think that means that some of his more favourable moments are the moments where Bond is a feeling creature. Um, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, I'm not expecting, say, the death of Vesper to, uh, you know, pop up there in the top five. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot of marrying of uh, his own personal feelings in that moment. But I also think um, the the excitement, the craftsmanship of the directors and the filmmakers are probably going to influence maybe some of them, maybe not all of them, okay. but I think it's going to play into some of the key decision-making. He knows me. He knows um, me. <laughs> <laughs> as for what is likely to be... Uh, yeah. A, a top one, an, a number one. Um, look, I, it's it's probably going to be something in from Russia with love. My, that's what my gut tells me. I haven't overly thought about it, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be the rats in the tunnel or if it's going to be. Uh, I think the maze. It, you know, I th- one moment that that always jumps out to me that feels very. He's been the biggest defender of it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is the um, 
the opening of Skyfall. Oh, yes. I think it'll be Daniel Craig coming out and being in the silhouette rather than the gun barrel. Oh, because I think that for him will be like, not only the Bond gun barrel is such an iconic Bondian moment, mm. and I think for him it'll be like, but that's an even more Bondian moment that the DNA is there, that it's dripping off the screen mm. without even having a gun barrel. Like he said, if you're, I think I'm quoting him here, Me? if you're not going to do a gun barrel, <laughs> that's how you do a not gun barrel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that I feel like whenever I see that now I think of Darby okay right. whether or not that's a Bondian moment by his judging yeah mm, I'm not sure we'll see mm. I'm, I doubt that it is now it's definitely, judging an, by it's definitely an image reaction it's definitely yeah. an image. I think that would fall more into image territory yeah well see I don't know what your, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, your hard, criteria is yeah. for I don't Bond know either I don't know either Darby what do you think Brandon's criteria uh, is and what do you think's in his list well you know my criteria we're talking about that we know it. We know his criterion, oh, Jake. Right. Oh, have we? I don't know. Who cares? It's just me. <laughs> Who cares what I do? Look, if same as with you, there's a little voice that calls out to me that, that says it's this one. Mm. My instant instinct with Brandon, it, it just has to be Smith and Wesson. It's a Smith oh. and Wesson, and you've had your six. Mm. I think studying him whenever that moment's on screen the pleasure that it brings him mm. he loves that shit he loves whenever bond if it isn't that moment uh for me it's a moment that speaks to the same energy there's a there's a sensibility to bond that uh, you know his confidence his his cockiness his assurity um is is so a part of his character yes um and it's something that brandon really loves that that really celebrates james bond you know mm. you can't have you can't you can't remove that cockiness and still have james bond exactly. it's got to be there somewhere it's one of the intrinsic features and i think he values it highly he loves very it. much so so if it isn't smith and wesson something like that but it's, i think it's going to be smith, smith and wesson Ooh, mm. big call very specific too mm. I mean, one thing that we've spoken about on the podcast many, many times is Brandon's love of Daniel Craig. Well, who? Uh, <laughs> you know, you Who's might, she? you might have heard him, never heard of her. Um, and and we have remarked um, what an emotional experience the mm. viewing of Casino Royale is. It is absolutely. time and time again, mm. um, the tears are flowing. It's very raw every time we, you know, reopen those scars. But see, I liked the way you, you articulated that before about it being a high emotional moment for James Bond, but not necessarily yes. a Bondian moment. Yes. I wonder if Brandon considers that a Bondian moment or just a brilliant moment in a Bond film. You mean the death of Vespa? The death of Vespa. Yes, directly. yes. Let's call yeah. it as it is. Let's call it as it is. by any other name? Yeah, Horse. interesting. I mean, in terms Rose, of... Rose by any I don't know what I'm going for. <laughs> Something profound. And you kind of, you kind of got there. Um, yeah, you might be right there, Darby. I, I'm, is he going to be looking for? Is he going to be looking for moments that are, you know, impactful to him or impactful to the film and to Bond as a character? Or are they one and the same? Or are they connected? And know? also in terms of scale of moment, I think Brandon's kind of the type that could go down to having a moment really be a moment. Yes. Like I just had an image of Daniel Craig bursting through the wall during the foot chase mm, in yeah. Casino Royale. It's like, that, that's a moment. That could yeah. be on the list as well. Yeah. You know, What's the scale, the scale we're working moment. with here? Yeah, yeah. Very true, very oh, true. Indeed. I don't... 
one thing that he said earlier was that most or, or quite a few of his moments are connected to the line of yeah, dialogue. Yeah, very true. Which is what made me reinforce the Smith and Wesson idea. Yes, mm. very much so. Mm. Which makes me kind of second guess the whole death of Vesper, which isn't necessarily connected to a line. It's more of a sort of unraveling of mm. several moments and a kind of progression of things and feelings. I don't necessarily think that means, though, we're going to be seeing things like, um, I don't know, you know, no, I expect you to die, you know, Goldfinger, all of those kind of things that you see on the kind of the... Hall of Famer populist. Yeah, he doesn't go for the populist vote. That, that I am more inclined to do. <laughs> <laughs> Being our MI6 expert in the field, he may get really dug into the minutiae, the kind of microscopic analysis of Bondian moments, quite obscure. Um, I I think there's something terribly wrong in the universe if Daniel Craig isn't on this but list. But what what moment? What specific Daniel Craig moment? Is it is it the look that he gives to Mister White in the opening of Quantum of Solace when he's in the boot? Oh, it could, um, is it holding Vesper in the shower? That moment, the moment in the shower, very tender. Mm. Not a lot of dialogue there though, but. These, see, these are the things. I don't know. It's hard to say. Hard, hard. All, all I can say at this point is that I think it's a Daniel Craig moment in the number one slot. Okay. Oh, wow. You've gone Daniel Craig and you've gone Connery. Smith and Wesson. Mm. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get into the top five. But before we do that, uh, it's time to Binham and Burnham. What are your dishonorable mentions? Let's dig the knife in. Get that dirty laundry what? out. It's time to air it. Well, look. I'm going to start first. I'm going to jump. I'm going to, go on. I'm going to jump go on, in you here. Go on. I've put as my dishonorable mentions yeah. because I started to to pull them apart and go, what do I hate? Yep. And yep. they all came to me in a flurry. Oh, yes. isn't there so many? So I'm just calling them... Uh, my dishonorable mentions are just all of those classic cringe moments. Yep. Rattle them off. I dislike... I don't have them all here. I've just labelled them group category. Oh, but, oh, but the key yeah. offenders are the Beach Boy Band... Yeah, uh, Bond. Be- sorry, Beach Boy Bond. Yes, uh, a view to a kill. A view to in a view to a kill. Yep. Tidal Wave Bond. Yeah, Die another day. Way. Tarzan Bond. They're mostly audio based. Tarzan yeah. Bond. Slide Whistle Bond. Oh. Um, and Kissy Grabby Brozzy. They would be my <laughs> my immediate sort of dislikes, dishonorable mentions. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think my single least favorite Bondian moment. Yeah, is the death of Winton Kidd. <gasps> really? In Diamonds Are Forever. Wow. I think it's stupid. I think who goes over first? Wint? One of them. One of them goes in first. Baldy, it's a silly death. goes in. Yeah. Baldy goes in and then Connery makes him hold the bomb and has his arms underneath ooh. it. The ooh-wee. Yeah, that's that, right. That, I just sense in that whole scene just an unravelling of the understanding of the world mm. of Bond. And I think you look there and you understand. You know what wow. you know what I'm getting to. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of weakness and laziness in that. I know there's others. There's other big, big offenders, like the Jaws and and Dolly storyline. All these things. But I think if you, oh, if, if, God, if, you, yes. if you're going to involve James Bond, yep, that's my least favorite James Bondy. Yeah, moment. wow. There yeah. you go. Mm. Interesting. Jake Spear. Yes, um, I've got a couple. Um, I'll rattle them off rapid fire. Um, Jaws flapping his arms. Yeah, Jaws um, flapping his arms. Oh, so yours are moments in the Bond films. Oh, yes. Ah, this is interesting. Well, we'll this see. This is interesting. But yes, maybe. Because all of yours featured Bond doing those things. Mm. But Bond isn't on screen for that. That's a clue oh, to Jake's list. Mm. Yeah. 
right. Oh, mm. See, it's all starting to make yeah. sense. It doesn't belong in a Bond film. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell you what else doesn't belong. Gorilla Suit. Oh. Ooh. Tarzan okay. Yell. You might be surprised by my list. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JW. JW, be gone. Yeah. Um, uh, what moment, though? All moments. Yeah, yeah right. Uh Jinx. I sure am, boy. Jinx and Bond and the fig. What about Jinx's backflip? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Backflip, front flip thing. Into the water. Oh, oh, the oh, I thought you were doing it about her front flip thing when oh, she... That Read this, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. Um, yellow face. Yellow face has yeah. got to go, unfortunately. Um, all the sexism. All the sexism. That's got to go. They um, that in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll put Beach Boys in there, but yeah, grandiose big daddy of all Bondian moments is uh, dishonourables. Uh, dishonourables is uh, uh, Brozzy surfing that glacier. Um, yeah, yeah, get her, get her out. Well, here's my dishonourable list. This I actually had to cut myself off. Well, you were... I had about 20 plus. It was going. Yeah. I felt me all. going and too. I nearly, I nearly did them all, but I've limited myself. Look. First off on the dishonourable mentions, he's friend of the podcast, but not at this point. It's the manhunt. Sit yeah, uh, the Tarzan yeah. yell and hiss off. Yeah, uh, get rid of it. Get rid yeah. of it. Get rid of it. I will throw in the gorilla suit as well. I don't think that the clown suit is included no, in right. that list. I don't mind the clown it's disguise. Fine. Yeah. yeah, he makes it work. He does. There's a bomb in there. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one for you that I really fucking hate, and I hate when this, it it ruins, it just sums up this entire film for me, when Bond shoots a rental car into the rental agency in Davis. I wasn't that on my list, that's my new one. That is not James Bond. That's not James Bond. That's a teenage boy. It's dumb. Who has a penchant for murder. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and he's smiling about it. And the little hand wave that he does in the air when the when the, he's watching the remote con, on the remote control screen the little <gasps> flick he does yeah. as it goes off oh, I'm so proud ta-da the savant like, nature that's, oh, not, that's not not bond. no who is that that's criminal <laughs> <laughs> um driving the bondola through vienna square hey whoa whoa that, whoa, whoa, whoa i don't mind using the bondola uh-huh, but good. using it in vienna square i think the bondola is ridiculous but he has used equally ridiculous gadgets in ways that make them slightly less ridiculous but there's lots of gondolas in venice you are not a secret agent if you get that bondola and then drive it through the busiest part of... Lots of, of sight gags. Is it Vienna? It's Venice. 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 I've Venice. Re- said Vienna. I'm illiterate. <laughs> Lots of sight gags. That's too much for me. The You're no longer pigeon? a spy. Double taking pigeon. Get rid of it. All I'm of so that. surprised, the Darby. Artist, the artist who turns <laughs> back and he's defend like... defend this. Where incapable bond. No. Incapable bond. Because when he comes... the cover. When he comes out with the no. Lotus Esprit, oh, I'm fine Darby. with that gag. The bondola but has when he, oh, a hovercraft mm, function. Abs- yes, don't use it in the busiest fucking. He part. needs to get from canal to canal. Oh, yeah. discretion! No, <laughs> discretion. Thy name is not Bond. Hey, here's another thing that's utterly ridiculous, Tell us. unbondian, and should be scrubbed from the record. Sure. Yellow face. Yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Just, no one's falling for that. Nah. Um, and it's tasteless. 
Yeah, I just need to fix mine. It's <laughs> <laughs> at number two. Oh God. Uh, and finally, everything pretty much that Bond does once he arrives in Iceland. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, and die another day. Die another uh, day. That, but <clears throat> obviously, skiing down a giant fucking tidal wave CGI bullshit. That's dumb. That's not James Bond. Also, James Bond can't surf. No, he doesn't know how. I draw the line. You reckon? Who's it was invented li- after his... Name a British person who's won a <clears throat> surfing championship. Checkmate. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I hope I don't get bit in the ass. <laughs> There'd be a few. But that's it. I did have... I had way more. Roggie actually ended up on it quite a bit. But I yeah. cut it down. I cut it down. Yeah. Restraint. Well, gentlemen, what nearly made the list for you? Well... We're talking honourable mentions here, if you haven't watched before. Again, there, there, there were many... There were many honourable mentions, and mine seemed to fall... My honourable mentions seemed to fall into the quote category. Oh! So when I I looked at my list and I felt what was missing were some of my favourite sort of uh, quotey moments. Yeah. Mm. Um, Or just moments of speech, of dialogue. One of my favourite James Bond moments, and I think... Roger's finest hour is the he knew the risks speech in, oh, in yeah. The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah. Right. I think that gets me very close to the Bond source. And coming from Roger, <coughs> my voice is very. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and coming from <laughs> Roger, I think the sort of warmth that uh, his understanding brings. Mm. If that makes mm-hmm. the, the warmth of his understanding, like the way that you attribute Roger to understand. To thinking about the world of spies, it's the only time it really comes through in his whole tenure. This mm. deep consideration of spydom, and I think it's there's a lot packed into that moment. Good stuff from him, and the uh, the clay pigeon shooting um, seems terribly difficult. Mm. And um, and Wait, also, no, it isn't. And I had to put on an honourable mention. I know it deserves much more, but the Smith and Wesson. Ah, hey, yeah, that's some James go. Bond shit right there. Absolutely, came close. Mm-hmm. Jake. Yes. What are your honourable mentions? My honourable mentions are... I'll be quick because there's a couple. The dogs chasing the lady in Moonraker. Oh, yeah. He's oh, very shit. much gone Bond film moments. Yeah, film moments. Love that. Mm. Clown agent running from circus boys in Octopussy. That's the same same scene. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Octopussy. That's Octopussy. Different, yeah. But it's the same scene. I like it. <laughs> uh, more people running away from things in Bond movies, please. Yeah, in forests. Yeah, in I forests. agree, man. More people in really? forests running away. Come on. Um, Mathis's death. In Quantum. In Quantum. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, good moment. Uh, just in general, Bond and Tibbet's relationship. Oh, yes. Fabulous. All right, if you're going to do these moments that aren't moments on your list, though. They are, well, that's they're, why they're honourable. Okay. All right, I'll leave it at that. Bond and Agent Triple X running through the Egyptian ruins pursued by Jaws. Yeah, that's a moment. That's a nice mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, like that's that a moment. moment. Yeah. I like that moment. Spooky, it's romantic, it's, you know, it's good, it's good. Uh, everyone's well dressed. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bond and Electra at Zakovsky's Casino. That, as a moment, as a sequence, that arcs back to young Jake, early Bond days, Bond in a casino, romance... Zakovsky's there. He's funny. It's great. Um, um, and and the uh, forever hold your peace. Oh man, with Roger and Golden Gun. Yeah, Golden oh, Gun. yeah. I that's just got a similar think vein to him this. swinging that rifle around. And they go, mm. Oh, you're right. I'm a little off. Like, oh, marvelous. Roger's two moments, aren't really? they? There's the there's the 
the first your one, one. my one, mm. and then your one. Mm. 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 What's your one? Oh, is that it? That's it? Oh. <laughs> Buckle up, I've got a few. Great. Hey. I thought I had a lot. Every single time James Bond says, shaken, not stirred. Every single time? Every single time. Wow. I couldn't yeah. pick one between them. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love it every time What's it's your on instinct? screen. What's your first one for, you think for of? An every, for a shaken, not stirred. Mm. Um, well, actually, my favourite moment is when it's not actually shaken, not stirred. But favourite moment for that is, uh, oh, that's uh, stirred, not shaken. That is right, yes? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love that moment. Um, okay, here's here's one. Let's see if you can guess the film. I'm gonna because mine are all quotes. Great. So okay, let's great. see if you can He's guess. Done it. It's done it. No, for me. Brozzy. Brozzy. That's for England Golden James. Golden for England yeah. James. Fabulous. No, for me. I love that. Mm. That came so close. That was on the list about seven different times. Uh, I think that that's. That is very close to Brozzy being at his best. Mm-hmm. Very close. Very close. Um, yeah, there's only one time he beats that for me. Ooh, wonder what it is. I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say, yeah. <laughs> Here's one. I must be dreaming. Oh, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. <laughs> I think that is the perfect response to the name Pussy Galore. <laughs> There's no other film you can get away with that in. And it's just brilliant. Um, when he pushes the shotgun away. Oh, yeah. In Thunderball. Yeah. Yeah. That yes. tiny little moment of oh. Largo aiming the gun mm. at him. And he just very calmly pushes that away. I love that moment. I also love the the lines after that with, mm. oh, it seems very terribly difficult. Mm. Um, my other one is an honourable mention, and it's Rodgy. I hope I don't butcher the line here. Um, when I kill, it's for queen and country. Though I do admit, killing you would be a pleasure. Mm. Which he says to Christopher Lee in uh, to Scaramanga. Golden the, Gun. The man with Golden Gun. That's a good one. Um, they are my honourable mentions. I don't think I've left anything else off. I had again twenty others. Yeah, but yeah. I thought for, for for the sake of our dear listeners, I'd just keep it to those <laughs> ones. All right, we're in it. This is where it really matters now. Shit's getting real. Darby, what is your fifth favourite Bondian moment? My fifth favourite Bondian moment. Mm-hmm. Is a brozzy. <gasps> oh, wow. Well, that's surprising to I be wasn't honest. expecting too many brozzies to, to make the list from all mm. And um, yes, it is based in feeling, this one, Jake. Mm. And it is the feeling I get every time we see Brosnan skiing with Electra. Oh, oh cross my fir- mind. Yeah, when we first break mind. into that scene and the music yep. swells and nice wide shots and slow editing. Yep. Um, a patience that kind of is. Uh, Sort of that I uh, really admire about the Bond films when they exhibit patience and it's sort of missing from uh, the Pierce films. Yes, agreed. Um, and I think... The Daniel films, you mean? No, no the Pierce. Oh, oh the, the, P- P- yeah, yeah, my, the Pierce films. My, I think they're a little... Few too many. Few too... Yeah, few. too few. Little candy-coated, the Pierce films. I don't have much patience in them. Yeah. Whiz-fizz. But yeah, I love the sort of the romance and the grandeur and seeing Bond... Um, romance a woman I know in exactly a, what you're talking in about. that sort of grand elegant way it's very classical it's, yeah mm. it's gone with the winds type territory when bond touches that when it comes into that grand romantic territory i get all sorts of feelings it's a trope feelings. for me i know yeah, yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> mr jake spear what's your number 5 uh, my number 5 is every briefing moment 
Oh, oh God. Every time James Bond goes into a briefing... Strap in. There's a bit of... There's some really shit ones, Jake. No, no, look... Some are weaker than oh, others. Shit, he's almost oh, fallen off his chair. Yeah. Darby, no, would you believe it? Yeah, would you believe it? Darby nearly fell sitting down. <laughs> um, no, every briefing moment, because whenever the gang's all there, we get a little bit of money, Penny. A little bit of uh, every every now and then, Q pops in. And so you're saying small you like and a little bit of small bone, and 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 the admirals in, and I love. It gets me in the mood for the Bond film. It's I if they're bad. Then I'm disappointed, and I will admit there are bad ones. But I love the subversions. I love the excitement of what's it going to be? What's the briefing going to be? And it really kind of zeroes me in on what kind of Bond film I'm going to get. Who are the key players? We get the old gang back together again, and it just kind of sets me up. It's something I always look forward to. You like the setup. I like that setup of like, we need a briefing. Mm. It's a fundamental moment of a Bond film. We need a briefing. How are they going to tackle it this time? Mm Mm-hmm. And if they stuff it up, then... Well, God. but if I'm going to pressure you for a significant, a, 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 a particular one... Yeah? What would it be? What's the number one? What's the number one? Because the thing, your list can't be uh, James Bond um, Every time he pulls How out a Walter. How dare you tell me what my list can and cannot be, <laughs> yeah. Darby? Every time he pulls out a Walter. Every time James Bond walks in a room. <laughs> like, have you got... Are you going to pin these on... going to pin an exact one? No, I don't have a favourite. I don't want to pick a favourite. Well, actually, you know what? I will. I will give an example. Mm-hmm. And an example of the subversion and what I like about being surprised uh-huh. is the briefing in Live and Let Die. Ah, excellent. When it oh, takes yes. place... In Bond's apartment. In Bond's, in Bond's apartment. Bond's, yes, very and, good. And they're there. Is and, that all it does? You know, I think mm. it's like it's a briefing. And you we still get the gadgets with, with the coffee machine. Get, yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. there. It's, it's all, all there. there. And they're like, oh, what an interesting way to approach the briefing this time. It's very uh, uh, British uh, TV comedy. Bit of, bit of that, isn't it? Mm. Are you being served? Yes, by Bond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, well, here's my quote. Mm-hmm. They are all quotes, aren't they? Yes, they are. It's time to get out. That's so. When I was thinking of moments uh, that just make me go, "Ooh, I want to watch that Bond film." Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Mm. That carries so much goodwill. You'll for sit me. through ninety minutes just to see that. I will sit through <laughs> Quantum of Solace, which I will defend yeah. to a point. I'm there with you. Um, I think that that's one of the coolest lines in James Bond. In fact, I think it's the fifth coolest line of James Bond. <laughs> So you've done top five James Bond lines. Well, they're my moments too. They're tied to a moment. I love I love the idea because him bringing opening up after that extraordinary car chase. The joke. The joke of it being like Mr. White was in there the whole time. The whole time. I think that's just the perfect line. That's Bond. Yeah. That sort of recontextualization at the end. Yeah. There you go. So that's that's my time to get out. Quantum of Solace, Darby. What's your number four? Let me know. Uh, my number four mm. is... It gets on my list because of the technical effort. Um, and the design of the scene. It's the elevator fist fight in Ooh. Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, there you go. I think a lot of people point to um, the Orient Express train fight as being a hallmark of what James Bond films were doing that other films weren't, like the kind of action that they could deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, they did revolutionise action cinema with that, but I think they perfected it here. 
in as much mm. as they could in that time time frame. And the fact that Connor is back and he gets to do... I mean, I can't believe it's in the same... As your... As my as dishonor, your most dishonor. Yeah, dishonor. the fact that it exists in this film as well. But it's really well done. I also love how they've weaved um, the storytelling in particular within the fight. So you've got James it's Bond... It's not just a it's fight. It's not just a fight. You've got James Bond checking his watch. But he's actually getting ready to punch. But yep. then he pulls his his hand back too far and he smashes the... And everything is so considered and elegant. All the str- the strings are just... You can tell they worked their mm. asses off mm. to get this scene right. And it's not hard to shoot. It's not easy to shoot in a cramped space like that. And the musical strike that comes in when Bond sees the platform coming towards him when he's being held down. Oh, on the, yeah. You know, I'm a sucker for all that sort of high-tension Hitchcock stuff. And Yeah. Mm. Oh, worthy. Great. That's worthy a worthy moment. moment. Yes. Absolutely. Jake, can you match it? Um, oh, well, I believe so. Um, my number four is um, horse riding with Tracy. And Louis Armstrong. Oh, in the montage, in just Oms. the horse riding, just that, just that moment, mm. just that moment, mm. because it speaks to me. Dabs, I know exactly what you're talking about when mm. you're talking about skiing with Electra, and I think it starts here, in this mm. moment, and I think it is. And why I've chosen this particular moment is because it it, it has come first, but it 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 encapsulates romantic bond, mm-hmm. and it's like those moments of of pause and patience in a movie where we get this beautiful, in this case, a song, but sometimes a score and it's time with a woman and it's gentle and it's, it's just beautiful. And it's like, this is a tenant Mm. of bond. It is a tenant of cinema. And then, and then it's like, it's like a torch that bond picked up and went, I can do this well. Yeah. It's archetypal in its Mm. kind of scale. It's like, it's, and it's really beautifully done. And I think, I know we've kind of, um, you know, we've kind of beaten and slapped up poor old Lazenby a couple of times on the podcast. I know I certainly have um, about not being sort of. He doesn't really cut the mustard for whoa, me in whoa, certain whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, aspects of being bomb. rough. Rough, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look how their tails are tucked now. <laughs> might be listening. Um, it's still a lot of time when he might be. Um, but in this particular moment, you know, I think. The music, the horses, I don't know, the cinema the cinematicness of the it. The cinema. The cinema. I like it. I like it. Very good. You like it a lot. I like it. But you like three other things better than it. More than it. Well, gentlemen, here's my quote for you. I never miss. Oh, it's Brozzy. Brozzy. Broz. Uh, he never he misses. He never misses it. Uh, uh, oh, that's when he kills Electra. Absolutely. Yeah. In the world is oh, not enough. Yeah. yeah. I never miss. I think that's one of the perfect... Um... But then he has to go Hargo dead body and stuff. Well, see, that I that, hear, that was on my yeah. dishonourable list, actually, yeah. was every time uh, Brozzy like, sniffs a dead woman. <laughs> <laughs> and there are more than one. There's more than one. <laughs> or just sniffs a woman. Just you know? sniffs. He's like that guy a woman. Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Oh. You know the guy to take Yeah, creepy thin man that takes yeah. the hair. He does. Yeah. Creepy who's, Thin Man. Who's the, the son, son of, of bloody... Um, what's Donald he called? Wh- Winter no, Kid. Mr. Winter Kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I can never tell him soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, them. Um, yeah, the, I, the, the reason I love I Never Miss so much is because it feels very Fleming. It feels very, very Bondian. Um, and I love the tragedy of it. Mm. I, love, I love when Bond's coldness, particularly, uh, particularly towards women... Mm. Is because he. It's because of the game he's in 
Really, I don't. Yeah, sure. I don't like when Bond is unnecessarily cruel to women, just because he's, he's being he's, cruel. He has that power. I think mm. of the moment in Diamonds Are Forever at the very start where he lifts the bra and strangles the woman. I understand that she's an agent of Spectre, and I can defend it to that point. He beats the rest of them up, so why wouldn't he beat the the other agent up? But there is that moment of like, eh, you wouldn't do that to a man. I just, and you know, when he slaps women and stuff, I don't like that. But I really love this moment. You like to, when to the job trope. gets in the way. It's yeah. a nice trope. Yeah. And that he's allowed himself to fall in love with this woman, mm. knowing full well that the risk there was there. Mm. And then for her to turn out to be the big bad. I think it takes a lot for Bond to pull that trigger. And I know a lot of people go, oh, I love that he just turns it off and just goes, I never miss. But I think there's a lot loaded into that moment. Mm. I think that's one of the hardest shots that Bond takes mm. in in the franchise. It's almost and a I, detriment that he never misses. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's cursing his I own. never miss is, um, I think, job's done, the bitch is dead. Mm. I think they did it in The World Is Not Enough before they did it in Casino Royale. And and it's one of Brozzy's finest moments. Mm. Yeah, here, here. And your third finest moment. Fourth. My fourth. Fourth finest moment. Hey, Ooh. it's middle of the pack time. We were there. Darby? Well, i got a good one for you. Oh, yeah? Uh, my third favourite James Bond moment. Where's this going? It's a Rodgy. Oh, <gasps> Roger. It's escaping with... Uh, Q Roberts. on a balloon. No, with Tanya Roberts from the fire. Oh. Yeah. I love the shit out of that scene i love the pace in which it unfolds it's so naturalistic i think this is it took there are flashes of realism throughout the whole roger thing and abtac is by no means a realistic film (laughs) but but this scene beautiful glenn just lets it unfold the way it would and he lets bond a less capable bond physically and an aging roger lets him be a hero and he really is very heroic just by being and by doing. Mm. He he pulls her, he helps her up the elevator shaft. She runs out of breath, so he carries her over the shoulder. People are cheering him. He's a celebrated hero and he's just acted. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's there's no contrivance, but I know it's completely contrived. But I just yeah. love that they're, they're exploring the heroism. Bond is a hero. Bond yeah. is a hero. And I think that it doesn't happen all that many times. He's always Bond as James Bond. Yes. But, but when Bond can be an invisible sort of hero, like a returning into the mist, I was yeah. never here. Yeah, time. the anonymity <laughs> of it. It's, right? it's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't happen too often. I remember that moment really standing out to you after yeah. the viewing. I remember that. I just, it's the pace. It, I mean, compositionally, sort of, I mean, I talk a lot about staging, but the way that he, he plans his elements in that scene, where, where you are geographically, it's all very simple. But it's mm. there's a lot going on, and not easy mm. not easy to construct a scene that makes that feels as if it's within a fire, it, you know. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not an easy thing to do, not an easy thing to achieve, and he really it, it's very good. It's really well mm. done, mm. Mm. Mr. Jake. Number three for me is the torture scene in Casino Royale. Mm. I think this is brilliant. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, look, it's it's gruesome. It's so well performed, and I mean, it must have just completely shocked the shit out of everyone in in two thousand and six. Six, yeah, it did. Um, it did. Been it did. like, what is this now? Yes, like 
In a James Bond. In a James Bond. But but strangely enough, of course, in it's a James because Bond. Because it is like, James it Bond. It yeah. is, and that's mm. why it's there. Because it's so Fleming. And it's, ah, oh, what it's doing for his character. And oh, and Daniel's on fire. And uh, so is um, uh, uh, Mickelson. It's... It's sweaty and grungy and gross, and it's so visceral mm-hmm. that when I think of James Bond, I'm transported into that torture chamber. Think mm-hmm. of those poor people spraying glycerin bottles all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Need more sweat on Daniel. Come in, right, love. Yeah, right. Close your eyes. Spraying. Thanks. <laughs> it's funny. I was thinking about this quite recently, and I don't think I said this on the Casino Royale podcast because I was too drunk. <laughs> um, that the line in that scene where where Daniel Bond says, "Now the whole world's gonna know you, you died scratching my balls." So oh. good. That's when I went. I've I've never loved anyone as much as I love this man. That's my James Bond, mm. and I will never stray. If they do that and come anywhere near that again, like magic, take me now. Yeah. That I think there's no other Bond that can do that in the moment too. In yes. 2006, ah, oh, that yeah. was just like what it can be this. Yeah, 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 exactly. My love for that scene is so layered mm. yeah. because of all of that. So there you go. Mm. I mean, there are a couple more, but. That's really up there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Brando. Wow. Me, my, me number three. Me, num- <laughs> me number three might surprise you here. <laughs> I thought I was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> you earned it. You keep it, old buddy. Oh. You earned it. You keep it, old buddy. I don't think that's Bond. Is that Bond? Uh, I wonder if it is. Let me do it again. Mm. It's Dalton. You earned it. You keep it, old buddy. It is Dalton. It's Dalton. It is Dalton. It's Dalton. Dalton. Uh, Dalton. Is it? It's not, it's not what he says to France. Sans Jez. Sans Franches. That's about the lighter. You keep it. Yeah, no. When he, he says, don't you want to know why? Yeah, don't you want to know why? Yeah, that's that one. Uh, so it has to be the Living Daylights? No. Nope. It's, it is License to Kill? It's License to Kill. Hmm. It's when he kills the rat. The one who set so when the guy is hanging off the chain, the same chain that Felix oh, Leiter was Felix. fed to the shark. Yes. And he's going, look, buddy, over there, there's, there's a, a suitcase with $2 million. I'll split it with you. Oh, you can have the whole lot if you want. Just let me go. You want it. You keep it, old buddy. It's oh, such wow. a fantastic moment. Yep. That's Dalton's finest moment for me. I get chills thinking about that. That, for me... Even beats Connery's um, old man retort that he gives to Red Grant yeah, on the Orange yeah. Express. Yeah, I just think that the rage that Dalton has in that moment, but he still keeps it inside, and the way he just really—that's a beautiful moment Is of it, cold, yeah. ruthless mm. Bond, eye for an eye fucking shit up for his best friend. Like mm. that moment for me is just that oozes James Bond. Yeah. They're the kind of things that I thought I'd see more of in the Craig era. Mm. We haven't. You don't really see it anywhere else. It We get very close, and this was a, an honourable mention. This, I would say, is as close as we've gotten to it outside of Dalton, which is the, I'm just a professional doing a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So am I. That moment is so close to what Dalton does, but I think Dalton... Edges him out. You think that's that's kind of Dalton's sort of, sort of uh, his 
perfect Bond. Yes, yeah, it's that, that's Bond him at his best. At his the angriest. best Dalton could be. Yes, yeah, it's that's Bond at his angriest, of, and mm. that I think is just mm. fantastic. Yeah. It's Bond, not like because there's the coldness with the yeah. "I never miss," which comes from the heartbreak. There's mm. a sorrow behind it. Mm. This coldness comes from if I wasn't cold, I'd be red hot. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. like these two forces within Bond that are really going at each other. And it's just brutal. I love it. I love it. Mm, so you've gone cheeky Bond, uh, sentimental sort of laced Bond, <laughs> yeah. and an angry Bond. Yeah. Yeah, it's very emotion based. Yeah. Isn't it? The emotions of Bond. Oh, he's got a heart after all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, we've already spoken about it, yeah. but oh. I've got a little itch down there. Oh. oh, number two for me is the torture. The torture scene. This hit me hard as a fifteen-year-old boy. Mm. I think yes, it. Uh, we've said it all before. I'm not going to retread the ground here, but that woke me the fuck up <laughs> when that scene started in in Bateman's Space Cinema. I got to say, I like. Yeah, little comes close. I, there's a certain cinematic experience that you can be lucky enough to have from time to time. S- films come along and give you something that you can't quite describe. Mm. That is one for me. And particularly, uh, yes, Brandon, yeah. you nailed it when the sort of mirth that he still has, the gamesmanship is still playing. Yes. And that he can still find joy. So even in that moment. Even in that moment. It's, there's something about that sort of craziness. The, yeah. the level of exploration of the character they achieved in Casino Royale will be analysing that for years. Mm. We still haven't scratched yeah. the surface. You know what I mean? They really got down deep into the, the nitty-gritty of the character. Mm. This scene, yeah, in particular. And yeah. the way it... I know we've done a review of this film, but Jesus mm. Christ, this fucking scene is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. The way that, like, even Le Chiffre has that little... Um, the little laugh there. Yeah. Like, you are a funny man, yes. Mr. Bond. Yeah, it's great. It's that it's great so <laughs> like, He thinks he's really funny. Yes. He does. And then that that kind of the 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 humour morphs into an anger for the Bond villain, which just fuels him even more. It's just great stuff. Yes. And it's Bond getting under the skin. Really getting really under getting the skin even of someone who should tortured. have the upper hand. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's good, you boys. Oh, and the, and the textures, yeah, Jake. I yeah. mean, 10 points for the textures. My God, in that scene. Just the, the skin, the Feel colours. It. Oh, it's perfect. I don't know how Shine you get the there. the rust of the metal. That's production design to me. Yeah. yeah. Jake, Ooh, the yes. torture scene was your number three, so you're going to go even bigger and better here. It's got to be a damn jump. I'm, I'm, going, one. I'm going bigger, I'm going better, I'm going higher. <gasps> it's a bloody damn jump. Oh! Jump. Bloody damn jump. Oh, go Dubs. on, mate. Tell us about the damn you jump. You absolutely <laughs> bloody nailed it. This is the defining moment in Jake Spear's life. The damn jump. But there's one higher than it. There's one more. This. Oh, I know what it is. This Continue. damn jump <laughs> is the foundation, if you will, for Jake's 32 day plan, 12 point uh, plan <laughs> of. How how did the paper the plan was? How to do this is the thesis. The thesis Jake's thesis on how to do a kick-ass James Bond film is called Damn Damn Jump. (laughs) That's how you bloody do it, baby. Bond twenty six. Damn jump. Damn jump. Damn jump. Extended damn jump. You only jump twice. (laughs) Like fair income, mate. I mean, serious. This thing, it's it is. It's how I. It's how I measure everything. Does it have a damn jump? 
And do, that's to do, do with, I want to marry this woman? With... No, she's not jumped off a dam. <laughs> she's not a dam jump. <laughs> and that's to do with the pulse, right? What it makes you feel. It, that's where it, you're going. It, it yeah, is. Yeah. Where I'm going with that is mm. like, this is geeing me up you're for... You're up. Uh, what does... Is there any horniness what involved? Does thrill... No, 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 no. It's not a sexual thing, don't All right. Well. Well, maybe, but you never know. Um, that's for my therapist and I to discuss. <laughs> uh, so, but this, what's going to get me amped? What's, I want to be thrilled. I want to be shaken, not stirred. Hmm. And when James Bond's secret agent 007, um, man for all seasons, um, <laughs> is standing on the edge of that massive thing and off he goes. It's like, you know, what's great. You too? do it when, for real. When he runs past Cameron, you just hear his footsteps. <laughs> oh, come on. You don't see the, you come don't see on. the feet. You don't see the face, it's just the feet. Oh, and the breath. Oh, it's not just about the damn jump, ladies and gentlemen. It's the artistry surrounding. Around the damn jump. Around the damn jump. But the jam, but the damn jump. The jam jump. The jam jump. The jam jump, nevertheless. If we ever make a Bond film, we have to put a jam dump in it. But does it have a jam dump? Right on. way to top it. Right on a bit of toast. No, I'm thinking like a garbage dump full of jam. Yeah, on a man. <laughs> I I didn't articulate it. I don't. I don't. I didn't unpack it very well because <laughs> it's just it's so visceral for me. It's so personal. It's just it's just no. Da- I, it's, 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 I think you should it's, leave it there. It's just damn jump. Damn jump. That's it's it. It's become more. its own thing now. Oh, all right. Well, here's my number two. I'm stuck now with what your number one's going to be. But my number two... That's a Smith & Wesson. Oh, I picked your number two. Yeah. Wow, you did. I picked your number two. Well done. That line is... uh, That's Bond the Assassin. Mm, We do like him a bit, don't we? And that's that's not just killing someone in cold blood. Uh, That's... There's a great intelligence behind that. To be, I know that it's scripted, but if we're talking about Bond as a character, that's the line you want to say when someone reaches for a gun and tries to shoot you. Yep. You want to have that cool, calm, collected thing, and then just the way he undoes the fucking... Um, silencer? The silencer. God. Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Like, that... Without that line, we don't get all the quips after. We don't get shocking. Mm, that shocking. started it. That's the first one. Even though it's one. not a pun. It's not the but pun. it sets the template. And it's not a quip. It's the perfect line it's to be said. Yeah. yeah. That, for me, is the birth of the Bond, the Bond line. The uh, one-liner. That's the that's birth of it. it so much. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's perfect it's kind of... Distilled form. Yeah, you're a bloody That's brewer here. Essence. You're making gins and stuff. <laughs> he you're is. He's an alchemist. Distilled. He's a Bondian <laughs> alchemist. The, the, the distilled moment. If you can get all five of these things in a Bond film, you, you give him a fucking Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's number one time. It's number one time. Now, Darby, you have gone bros skiing with Electra in The World Is Not Enough, mm-hmm. the elevator fight from Daff. The San Francisco fire escape from Avtac, two elevators there. Oh. The torture scene from Casino Royale. So what's his number one? It's a strange list. What the hell? That's a I, good list. It's a good well, list. I like it. it. I didn't pick it. I put it, it in my top five it's, lists. It's list. Bond the Stuntman. It is a bit, isn't it, really? There's a lot of stunty kind of. Very not, physical. Not pronounced stunt work, just like uh, good, solid stunt work. 
No yeah. damn jump. That well, they escalate <laughs> in kind of life endangerment. Oh, Cross skiing is is dangerous enough. Physical. Yeah, yeah. The elevator fight yeah, gets pretty dangerous. tense. Yep. The San Francisco fire escape is really. There's really a fire. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fire, fire there. <laughs> <laughs> then the torture scene is probably a near death. Fucking, as far as you go. Yeah. Wow. So where do we go after that? Oh look, it's are a we left have, field. We're right? off are the we chart. Are we having a sip at the bar? <laughs> Super calm. Hmm. Bit of a sip at the bar. Perhaps a shake It's a tough one. Stir. I will tell you, boys. I hard one to pick, you reckon? I think it's a hard one to pick. I think you've really got to search the old I'm gonna crevices. Guess. I'm going to guess. I'm not going anywhere near it's your crevices. <laughs> search my crevices, Jack. I'm going to jump on into your crevice here. Whoa. I think oh, it's... <laughs> that it's a real gentlemanly, sensitive bond moment. Mm, yeah, because he's a softy boy. I did think, hey, I did think Roger Moore's um, a moment of Avtac was going to jump in. Mm. But I think he said it in the preconceived notions. I think he might have said it for me. But I think either him consoling Camille. Oh, Vespa. Uh, uh, no, uh, yeah, Vespa oh, right. in the shower or Camille with the fire surrounding. Oh. And I'm going to say Vespa in the shower. Really? Yes. I think I'm wrong. But I think I'm getting close. Yeah, mm. to that feeling yeah. sentiment. So I, I've given you the stepping stone. Take a leap, my boy. Uh, off a dam? Perhaps. All right. <laughs> um, you know it. You know this. Do I know you this? You know it. Brennan hasn't got it right, but no, he has put you on the right trajectory. Oh, I think. no. There's a, there's a way that I find myself off the trajectory. I just kind of... No, trust yourself. Trust, just follow it. Damn jump. Damn jump. <laughs> it's... It's te- it's tender, gentleman. You can have another guess. If you want. No, no, I'm locked in. All right. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> Jump on my head. Save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Goomba in Mario. I I think it's I think it's older than Craig. All right. So I it's fifties. He hasn't done he hasn't done a Dalton. He hasn't done a Dalton. Have I done every other? Jeezy loves a Dalton though. Oh, I have done every you other. You have one. done them all oh. except uh, George Lazenby and Dalton. Where, what's the most tender Dalton moment? Is that going to be it? When I think you tender, think I think I Roger. This performance. Yeah, is he that softy though? It's a bit too cheesy. He really bloody loved that moment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say, Jake? Oh, I can't think of any others. I think it's got to be. If we're a playing Dalton. a game of hot and cold, you'd be boiling up. Oh God. Come on, just say a Dalton moment. It's got to be Dalton moment. It's a tender. So which one? It's a sweet-hearted Dalton moment on the on the um, Ferris wheel. Is he got it? At the fun yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily the Ferris wheel, but uh, Bond at the fun fair. Yeah. yeah, I think Bond at the fun fair. If I could live in a film, it would be those seven shots. <laughs> And there's only seven. He's gone and counted them. (laughs) Before the scene starts to, um, you know, it goes into beautiful territory with the spionum and and, uh, necros and all those those beautiful things. But I love just the one, two, three of of Bond and his element. Um, What's, oh no, I've forgotten the first shot. What opens us? Oh, it's the perspective shot on the Ferris wheel, which mm. is just so gorgeous. Where we're, the camera is oh. the camera's strapped to the front of the. Yeah. When that first hit me, when we watched the Living Daylights, 
I knew something was about to happen to my tummy. <laughs> uh, it, like, you ever get that where a shot just communicates to you that you're about to have an experience? Here we go. Damn jump. Yeah, that has a, an essence to it, and then it goes on to unpack that essence. I sure do. Yeah, I, I love everything. I love mm. the the shooting the the targets, and then all right, that, no more for you. You know, the guy yeah, reaches over yeah, to yeah. cut and then please. he... Please, no more for you. And then <laughs> and then saying that he's planned the Ferris wheel and on the dodgems when he gets bumped and you see him really shaken by it, like it's a really naturalistic moment. I think, yeah, I love your... Um, the exploration of, of his, his, you know, Dalton's purest Bond moment being um, the briefcase. Oh, yes, and, yes. And the anger. Yes. I think that there's a big part of that is what makes... Dalton's so great, but I think another equally important part is his um, softness. I mm. think that's what brings me back to him time and time again. I, you're right, I am a big softy, and I feel a, a kinship with his... There is a, He makes it believable that, that you could be both a soft and tender man and a brutal killing machine. Mm. And I think anyone that can display that balance and have you believe it is doing some good work, because I don't think they... They work very well together. Mm. I don't think James Bond would be a very nice guy. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but that Dalton can take him there. That he's a really beautiful, lovely man who happens to have a shit of a job yeah. in which he is very good at. Yeah. You know. But yeah, Bond at the fun fair for me. Hook it to my veins. Fabulous. Living it all day. I wish, I want to see that movie. Just show me all the B-roll from that day of shooting. <laughs> Cut it together. What's the rush? Call it the Living Daylights <laughs> Redux. I'll buy a ticket. I'll be there. <laughs> well, Darby, you've gone Bond at the fair for your number one. <clears throat> this is Jake's number one. So I'm he's prone. gone the M's briefing scenes. We narrowed him down yeah. to live and let die. Sure. Then he's gone horse riding in <laughs> Honor Majesties. Yep. Those two for me seem so out of left field. That I wasn't expecting either of those. Yeah. Torture scene. I wasn't from expecting, Casino, but that makes sense. And then damn jump from Goldeneye. There's only one thing that I can think of for Jake. What do you got? I'm thinking the Union Jack being pulled in the spy who uh, left no, me. I think he gets that sort of essence from the damn jump. Yeah. I don't know. Because I think the damn jump does that better. It's not to take anything away from the incredible stunt. But I don't know. It's a very impressive stunt. If this was top five James Bond stunts, yep. yes. Yeah. It probably beats the damn jump because it's more... Well, I think the damn jump beats it. I think it did beat it, actually. As the more dangerous... Oh, squeaky chair. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, now you've got me reconsidering. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it's a good... I think you've made a good point uh... there. All right, I'm going to say... He loves the romance. He loves the genre. That's what we say about the briefing. What what it offers him is that sort of genre element. The the spies are yeah. planning the things. He really likes that. Now he does that include that includes money penny? That includes money penny, yeah. Okay. So he loves the romance of Bond and the grand sweeping cinematic nature. Yeah, wasn't expecting that. Must say, horse riding and all. Will arms. he go there again? Is there something that could tickle that fancy? He was quite taken by it. I don't know if it's I don't know. And then he goes into torture, and that's all about James Bond's perseverance and character. And then the damn jump's got your stunts covered. So what, what was the thing that he fucking <clears throat> he frothed over with Spectre? Oh. Was there something Does, that he what lost about his the mind train chase in Skyfall? Oh, on top of the, the metro. No, no, oh, the, oh, the, in oh, the that tube. One. Yeah, no. you've got me on the bloody romance thing now. Well, I'm wondering, what does he want? What's his... There's no clear pattern. 
Yeah, yeah, this is a scatter shot. This is a bloody scatter shot. I've put I've put two rounds in the shotgun and hope for Boom. the best. Well, is it the fucking Pardon my French. The Thunderball clay pigeon shoot. Oh, he hasn't mentioned that. Well, he has hasn't he? mentioned it. Yeah, he? it's 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 that. It might be. It's that. It's the Thunderball clay pigeon shot. Yeah, hundred percent. You're right. He hasn't mentioned it. Is it? You want to know what it is? Oh, yeah. no, it is. You're gonna hate it. Uh oh. My favourite Bondian moment. This is your fate, Jake. On the this record. Is on the record, your favourite Bondian. Hundred percent. Stand by it to the day I die. My favourite Bondian moment is watching the Bond films with you boys. That's my favourite Bondian moment <laughs> ever. That's what I love. That's what yeah. it's all about. So the Dam, Dam Jump was his number one and he didn't have a five. He, he did a top four. He did. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, I stand bloody by it. My top bloody one Bondian moment of the past bloody 12 months that I've wasted with these two lunatics talking to you lovely people about 007 Bond James Bond. You consider that to be Bondian? It's a Bondian bloody moment. As it relates to you, sure. Very different category. Very, very, we break very these different. Very different. It's broken the system. Uh, oh, that was a scatter shot. A lovely thing. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Yeah, I nice. do appreciate it. Oh, no, the it thank yous much. come, finally. Yeah. No, don't do it for the thank oh, yous. I would put that as my number one, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Number, yeah, yeah. yeah. My number one, too. Yeah, you vote for me. <laughs> well, do you have anything else to say about that? No, I've said <laughs> what I... Do you any detail? Or... Uh, I've said what <laughs> I've come to say. What mo- All right, no. Yeah, we're name gonna get name, name your favourite moment, favorite moment from watching a Bond film with us. Yeah. Uh... Watching Die Another Day, to be honest. Generally, that was hilarious. But <laughs> yeah, that was that's your favourite? Um, it's one that I recall quite easily. Um, I was so drunk, I barely remember uh, <laughs> that day. I, I don't know. I remember our viewing of Live and Let Die being very exciting. Mm-hmm. I remember Live and Let Die, I think, was one of the first moments for me, I think, with you boys looking around the couch of going and the boat chase happening and... Yeah, Rogi, it was Roggie's first one because it was literally the second film the second that we watched. Yeah, yeah, and I just was I was uh, I was put into a giddy thrill. Oh, oh with much vim and vigor. With much vim and vigor for the first time, and I thought, "Buckle up, buckaroos! This is going to be a lot of fun." <laughs> you can say it got you amped. It got me amped. That experience. And I so thought, getting amped is your number one. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. You wouldn't have picked it. You're an adrenaline junkie. You, who would have guessed it? You just love getting amped. That nothing gets you amped. Then watching like James Bond with with the buddies getting amped. All right. All right. Well, mine's a bit more conventional. What's going to be a quote? So I've gone, it's time to get out from Quantum of Solace. I never miss from Twine. Mm -hmm. You keep it, old buddy, license to kill. Smith and Wesson, you've had your six, Dr. No. Number one Bondian moment, Brandon McClelland. Go! When you say go... I mean, commence, begin, <laughs> start moving. See, theoretically, we've been started for an hour and 50 minutes. And so far, Darby's winning because he's set his whole list. There's um, a, I mean... What's it going to be? Instinct told me Smith and Wesson. 
It did. And it you brought me the number two spot. Close. Mm. My Dan new Trump instinct. was your instinct for Jake, so maybe I've said watching the Bond films. Maybe you have. <laughs> I think a secondary instinct kicked kicked in for me around your number four. Oh. I, I, I had a recalibration. And oh, I thought, yes. His number one is mm. The Bitch is Dead. Oh. I think that might be it. Wow, that's my feeling. I think mm, I'm. Bitch is dead. The bitch is dead. Casino yeah. Royale. Mm. Jake. I think. Oh yeah, man, that's pretty bloody good. Because he's had a Craigie in there, and it and it captures all of that emotion that he loves about Casino Royale. Depth. Distills. Distills. He's been distilling. He's been distilling. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's unanimous. We're going with that. Job's done. The bitch, the is, bitch dead. is dead. Well, gentlemen, my number one. It's a Daniel Craig line. Oh, it is! We bloody got it! Oh. It's from Casino Royale. Who is this? <laughs> the name's Bond. James oh, Bond. Oh, he got it! Bond, Bond James Bond! As soon... Are you sure you don't want to say all the Bond no, James Bonds? No, no, no. This one is the best way of saying the name's Bond James Bond. In fact, I think it's so good. I don't think Daniel Craig's come anywhere near delivering yeah. it as well. And... This was tied for a bit. I originally had Sean Connery's uh, first iteration of it mm. when he's at the back of our table. Mm. But I'm fucking hyped. When he says, you watch those feet craw- crawl past Mr. White on the stairs and then we pan up, he's on the phone, closes the phone off, he's got a fucking great big machine gun, that wonderful three-piece suit, and he finally says the line we've been waiting for all film. Start the film again. I'm ready to go again. Two and a half hours, let's fucking do it. I'm on a loop. That line just puts so much vim and vigour up me again that I could watch that. I'll watch that film for infinity. I'm fucking back. It's the song that never ends. And the rising Bond theme for the first oh, time coming out. Yeah. They've never come close to it. In fact, I actually think they might have ruined the line. They did it so well, wow. I think they might have ruined the line. But isn't it only so good because of the history it's speaking to? I think a little bit. And It'll that's come around why again. I think it's it's ruined again. It'll come around again. Maybe. Because I, whenever I hear Bros- like Brosnan do it for the first time or... Dalton's Bond, James Bond. That was my oh, brozzy, crap. but you know he does the Bond, James yeah, Bond. Bad one. It's like it's a bad uh, one. None of them really come close to the way that he says it in Casino Royale. Mm. There is something about it where you're like, if even if you'd never heard him say that line before, you'd understand. There is something about it where you go. He finished the film with that? Oh my god, yes, he said his fucking name. It's the <laughs> yeah, yeah, say my yeah. name moment yep. in Breaking Bad. Mm. There is something about it where you're like, god damn right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it's there's an energy to it. I mean, it's why I love Casino Royale because I really feel like it, it just rewrites everything. Mm. It takes everything you love and goes, it can be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. Um, that's that's it for me. Look, there you go. There weren't many double ups. There was only one double up, which I think makes it our number one. Yeah, it does. Uh, the torture scene. Yeah, so oh. the the torture scene's got to be number one because it's the only well, one that appeared five twice. Points, though. It gets uh, four points and three points, seven. so it gets yeah, seven. Yeah, it's number one. So the Casino Royale torture scene is uh, first place with seven. Yep. 
and then it's a bunch then of ties. Then it's a bunch of ties. Bond at the fair. Bond James Bond. Look, you you, you don't get it. Need this. <laughs> <laughs> I never get the fucking math right. It's almost been two hours. You've got a life. <laughs> Live it. Hug a loved one. You got the sense of it. You understand what we're doing. Watch, going the, watch the Bond movies with your best buddy no, boys. No, no, not that. <laughs> Trust us. From experience, you don't want to do it. No, slippery it, slope. I'm just saying that because you will never have as good an experience as we do watching them. <laughs> yeah, we do it best. That's why nobody, we do the podcast, so that you can join in on some of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. Watch no, Bond no. films. No, great. come on. Uh, Hey, gentlemen, yeah. what's, uh, what's up next? Oh, what oh. is up next? This is 0052. This is 0052. 0052.5. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, Redux. True. Yeah. So 0053. Mm. Sounds like a good number to me. I think we should do something a bit bit special. Bit you think, special? You think it's time? Different. I think it's time to do something a bit special. Is it ready? It'll be ready soon. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think it's ready. Good. Let's let's do that. Let's hey, do guess that. what? We're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. How do you like them? How do you like them apples? What are you going to do about that? Well, you, 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 I mean, you might already know because you might listen to this one. Yeah, it might be six, out of six. Oh, that's six, true. Yeah, but, but we're not talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> you're dead to us. We're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs>